Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the hoon capital of the world, this is Talking Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the South, we refer to it as the Gap Band. Well, I think, you know, Formula One is for grown-ups. Okay, welcome to the Talk and Power podcast. We are up to episode 34. I'm Nick DeCembra and I'm with Simon Gonzo Travellini. How are you, Simon? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, very good, thanks. Very good. Back to back, we've got another guest on the show. I'm here with Poe Tung, the drag racing promoter for Grudge Kings, coming up in three weeks' time. How are you, Poe? Thanks for joining us. I'm good, uh, Nick and Simon. How are you guys going? Very well, thanks. Very well. Thanks for taking the time. I know you've got a busy three or two and a half weeks actually ahead of you, so we won't keep you too long. But we thought we'd touch base and and give, give if you can give us a rundown on Grudge Kings and and what it's all about. Yeah, great. So uh, the the event itself, because you know we're a bit starved with this sort of thing in WA. The event itself, um, as you've stated, is drag racing, car show, DJ, trade alley food trucks, all stuff that, well, I guess all of us love. Um, how did this all come about? How did you manage to, to get this all together? Well, um, it's been a long time coming. I've been wanting to do an event for quite a while now. And um, uh, 2016, we, I sort of just jumped in the deep end and um, started Grudge Kings. And, um, you know, uh, you know it, it was it, it kicked off. Uh, straight off the bat and everybody sort of enjoyed it and we just continued to sort of evolve and um, sort of shape it to, um, you know, how, how we want it to be, basically. So, yeah, it's going well. Oh, it's good. I mean, you're not just a promoter, but are you? I mean, you've got quite a history of drag racing yourself. At one stage, you might still have, actually, the world's fastest full-bodied Supra. Can, can you talk us through the, the gas racing Supra of yours? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I've been probably I've been drag racing probably for about twenty years. Um, sort of, uh, you know, I originally had a a twenty B um, RX two, um, and then moved on to a, a Series six full tube uh, um, triple rotor with three turbos off it, hanging off it. And then um, when Jason Nerelli from Gas um, Racing went into um, two Js, I sort of. Uh, watched him for a little bit and then followed him into into two J's and built the Supra. Um, you know, originally we just you know basically um, got Groove Rider chassis to build the car and put a you know two J engine. We didn't think it was going to go that fast. Um, we thought you know it will probably go somewhere in the high sevens, but on the first meeting it sort of went like low weight straight up, and then we just sort of evolved from there and just kept, you know feeding more power to it and. You know, adjusting um, you know the suspension and all, all the you know the way the boost come on and all that, and 
Yeah, the car ended up ended up running um, a 704 at 208 with a um, 28 by 10 and a half inch tire. Jesus. Um, <laughs> On a yeah, 28 and 10 at and that half. time, yeah, at that time it was the quickest. Um, and and when, when we talk about full bo- full body in Australia, we're talking about a car that's basically um, you know basically just got a, a ladder bar and nine inch hooked onto a, a standard super chassis. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about like a Puerto Rican or American <laughs> um, full body where where the, the cars are weigh nothing, you know, like it's all titanium and stuff, you know, like my car still weights, um, it's it's not it's not as heavy as a normal Supra because we have put carbon uh, doors and a carbon hatch, um, you know, and we stripped out all the interior uh, to try and lighten and it still weights about 2,800 pounds, you know, so... It's no lightweight. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it yeah. sounds like uh, the the full bodied argument's a bit like the standard bottom end LS argument that we hear all the time. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. It's um, sort of open to in- interpretation, I guess. I've I got to tell you, I, I hadn't seen all the classes. I heard about the event through Dom Rigoli, and I was I was too late yep. to, you know, Nick and I talked about putting an entry in, but by that time it was sold out. It was incredible. Like, you guys broke the internet last time, and I think you well and truly damaged it this time. And the event hasn't yeah, run yeah. yet. So um, I yeah. was amazed by the number of classes, and I've got to take my hat off to you, Poe. Honestly, you've reinvented what we used to call the tin tops back in, in the day because, you know, it was all about getting cars and getting rid of all the dragsters and stuff like that. Um, the The... The rules that you've come up with, I, I am a big fan of. And do, do you think that this is, you know, the future of drag racing? Do you think that this is where we're headed? Um, look, where, you know, when you've got too many set rules, um, you know, it, it creates a lot of arguments, you know what I'm saying? This is basically, um, you, know, you know, basically if you've got a steel roof and steel quarter, you know, you can bring your car... It doesn't matter what sort of tire you're running. It doesn't matter what sort of engine you're running. You know, it's it's basically it's the rules are quite lax. You know, and and at the end of the day, you know, the time the time board does all the talking. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what what you know what we're about kind of thing. And um, that's 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 like that's my passion. My passion um, basically cars that still look like cars. You know what I mean? Not, yeah, yeah, we agree. Not, not too stretched out, you know, none of these pro-stop chassis and stuff like that. Although I, I, love, I love those cars, but, you know, this is, you know, where it's at, sort of, they're still um, street-based looking cars, even though, you know, you know, they've had plenty of chassis work done to them. But when you look at the car, you still can tell what type of car they are, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Poe, you've had 32 cars locked in now for some time, since I think about March. We're personally fans of Dom Rigoli's. Um, we know that Craig Lewis took it out last year. Who's your favourite to yep. take the 50 grand this year? Yeah, look, um, well, I, I don't want to say um, who my favourite is, but, <laughs> mate, I really can't go past uh, Jeremy Martin, like me, that VB Commodore of his oh, with yeah. that Proline yeah, engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, is, I, I mean, I mean, we got we got a lot of the um, we've got a few radial cars that I've heard down the grapevine are putting big tyres on their car and putting uh, you know the the chicken sticks back on. Mm. Um, I mean, um, the track being being um, the track in the event being in winter too, and I think they're a little bit worried about um, the the radials not sticking. So. 
you know, like I can't, I can't go past Jeremy Martin. Like he's got a, he's got a killer car, and then, you know, it just does laps after laps. Yeah. And the other one to probably watch out for, I, I reckon, um, uh, Danny Magdesi. He's a valiant. Yeah. Um, you know, they've just put traction control on that car to try and, you know, make sure it goes down the track. And um, it, it looked you pretty know, angry these... on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Definitely is. And a lot of these guys, um, you know, there's there's so many testing um, days um, coming up. Um, mm. You know, they're, they're, everybody's you know throwing that out there and trying to you know get their get their tune up, you know, sort it for for the event. So yeah, it's really hard to say. Like with um, with the one eight mile racing, um, it, it's a driver's game, and also um, because we're drawing chips for lane choice and um, for pairing. Yep. You know, it's it's really the luck of the draw too on the day. So, you know, there's uh, you know it, it, there's a lot of variables. You know that that you know can determine who the winner will be on the day. Now, now, Poe, what caught our uh, uh, our attention with the 50k shootout is the instant green. Um, there's been yep. some controversy at the last US meeting. Uh, regarding this because mm-hmm. Birdman got hosed on the start line and he wasn't happy about it. Yep. Did, did you run this format mm-hmm. last year? No, no, this is the first time we've, we've run, we're uh, going to run this instant green format. Um, I think, um, uh, you know, I've been watching some of the US um, 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 racing. I think uh, it all depends on the starter too. So um, I think they've got it triggered. It, uh, they've got the tree being triggered by the starter. Yeah. Whereas yep. we we are simply going to blank out the um, uh, the ember bulb on on the tree. So it'll still be all that start system, but you know. So so once the uh, the two cars are stage, the computer system will be okay. flicking the green light. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yep. I think I think that my I think that's our idea of taking out the human factor. So there's no, there's no, you know, controversy. Okay. Um, the yep. Pro Extreme is, to me, from an outsider, looks quite exciting as well. Is anyone to watch here that we might, might not have heard of? Uh, the Pro Extreme guys, I've actually um, got um, a, a, a fair few, um, like, dragster-based cars coming in. Okay. In Pro Extreme. And, yeah, yeah like, you know... Um, yeah, it's. With, hold on, just let me call it. I, I should probably have the list in front of me so I can tell you. I've just got so many cars um, written down and on top of my head. I can imagine. <laughs> it's a little bit hard to, to think back <laughs> who's um, just entered. Um, while, while you're um, flicking through that, is there. Uh, yep. we, we've seen Top Door Slammer become a field of US tuners. Is there any big tuners coming out for the event? Um, Jet Martin's actually bringing out uh, Josh uh, Lipset. Um, yep. He does a lot of tuning for the Proline um, camp. Um, he's actually bringing him out. So, you know. So yeah, he, he's in the box seat, <laughs> we'd have to say. Can we get odds on him or what? <laughs> Any side bets <laughs> yeah, or what, folks? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you know, yeah, it's going to be interesting on the day, that's for sure. Yeah. The other, the other question I had, why are you just having a look there? I know the yep. race, unfortunately, coincides with the 400 Thunder and Andrew made up in Darwin. Um, yes. 
How, how do you feel about that? Given I know Paul Mahoye has had to go up there as well, given his his championship commitments. How, how do you feel about yep. like the the two meets coinciding with each other? Oh, look, it's it's so hard because there's so many things happening. Um, originally, I had the seventh of July booked uh, for Grudge King, but um, uh, that ended up falling on the same day. The 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 Canada Radial rounds are happening in oh, Queensland. Okay. Yep. Yep. So we managed to basically move hours a week later. And at that time, Paul Mahayat had entered to race our event uh, in the Davis uh, Tirana. Mm. They were, they were going to put the engine back in it and Paul was going to drive it. But then um, I think they decided um, um, to, you know, go ahead with that, um, you know, yeah. with that slam around. And, um, yeah, so Paul had to pull out of the, the event. I mean, you know, stuff like that happens, but, you know, um, he, you know, he's committed to, you know, basically, like, you know, <laughs> he's won the championship this yeah, year and yeah. he's committed to, you know, continue and, you know, uh, you know, I don't blame you. And, yeah. I, you know, yeah. No, so, no, fair I, enough. Yep. So, yeah, so yeah. As, as far as uh, event coverage, um, will there be any live streaming or, or will it be a... Div- a div- there will be, uh, we will be live streaming some of the event, but not the whole event. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. um, I, I will be live streaming or one of our guys will be live streaming um, during the, the 32 car shootout. Excellent. 50k shootout. Will there be a DVD um, release or something later on? Oh, well, I have to probably speak to Andrew from Native because he'll be filming on the day. But yeah, yeah. we'll probably, yeah, if we could, we'll probably put something together. We, we should have enough content to do it. So uh, Look, I think it's going to mm. be a big hit if you do. I'm sure that uh, we'll both be buying a copy, that's for sure. Mm, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, Poe, the other one, a couple, couple more questions for you. But I, yep. I was watching I was watching the the streaming uh, off on Facebook on the weekend and we yep. saw some some pretty serious cars. We saw Craig Burns in his Mustang, uh, Danny yep. McDessie's uh, the Valiant as well. Uh, we saw yep. the seven O from um, Matuk as well in the in the GDR. Yep. And the one yep, that yep. really got my attention, to be honest with you, was John Elfie's at seven ninety one in what I mean, I could have sworn that was uh, Commodore straight out of the car park. Yeah, 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 in the in the LS Commodore. Yeah. <laughs> was there any other other surprises, surprise packages on on the day that we we probably didn't see? Look, um, there were there were. There were heaps of other cars. There was there was a pack um, uh, Mazda six. They actually um, they actually actually uh, brushed the wall on the day. Okay. Um, and there was um, Mark Hayes's uh, Tirana and also Rob Godfrey's Tirana testing yep. on the day. Um, you know, some of the guys were having a bit of issues getting off the line, and some were you know um, the, the the rides were a little bit wild. So you know. Um, you know, everybody's trying to, you know, put their heads together so they can get a tune-up for the meeting. So, yeah, yeah. yeah so it was a really exciting day. And, I mean, um, you know, the, we've got another test day coming up next Saturday um, where Paul Mahayek tied the track. And also the following week, uh, we've got Thursday testing for Grudge Kings and then uh, the Friday prior to Grudge Kings, we've got, like, 50 cars testing prior to wow. the wow. Saturday event. That's yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a Friday will be sort of running a mini event already, you know, prior. Yeah. yeah so okay. it's going to be it's going to be like go 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 from now on. I mean, um, just tonight, um, uh, 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 Dale from Castle Performance started uh, up his Commodore, the twin turbo Commodore. Yep. 
uh, with a big big block shares in it. And uh, Tony Gretsch um, started up his um, 13B RX3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so these guys, uh, I mean, um, Dale's gone and lightened up, lightened his car. I don't know how much weight he's lost, but he basically cut the front half, that whatever he can cut. Out of the out, out of the out of the front rails and all the bits and pieces, put a new front end on the car, and Tony Gretsch is um, gone and put a Motec M150 on his car, completely rewired the whole car and pretty much rebuilt the whole car for this event. So <laughs> people are just you know doing everything they can yeah. to yeah, you know to have the advantage. Well, it just shows you how. Uh, much of an impact this has had on the a whole drag racing community. Mm. You know, I, I, like I said, I would have killed to be there to to run because I think it's a great event. Now that we realise there's a lot of people involved in this and sponsors and mm-hmm. so on, is there anyone that you'd like to thank while while we've got you on on the line? Yeah, I'd like to basically thank all our sponsors. You know, our, our event sponsor this year is um, uh, Southern Cross Cranes. They've kind of come on board with us. And, you know, with all our other sponsors that are always always backing us, you know? Like, yep. without them, there's there's no way we can do these events. And, you know, without the racers and the fans to come in to watch us, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, like, each year it gets a little bit, a little bit bigger and each year we add to the pot of 50 grand and try and make it a little bit bigger every year, you know? That's, that's, that's basically the goal, you know? Yeah, um, yeah and, and it's basically just, you know, we all love racing and we all get together. It's... You know, we all know each other, and when we get together, it's just a, it's a it's a laugh. You know, it's a it's a great you know it's a good times. So no, de- definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, po, one last thing: Andrew races. Yep. They can apply for an IHRA day license prior to the event. Uh, they, it's only fifty dollars yep. for the day. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yep. um, if they are uh, from interstate, or I think within uh, or out of the seven hundred kilometer uh, radius from Sydney Dragway. Yep. They can do that. Um, basically, contact IHRA Australia mm-hmm. and get the day license sorted out before they arrive. And then all they do is um, on the day they'll um, go through their car and just make sure it's it's safe. And then yep. yeah, it will be ready to race basically. Okay. All right. So 14th yep. of July, 2018, Sydney Raceway. A time tickets for the uh, time tickets website for the tickets. Yeah, that's correct. No. Yeah, the the ticketing you can just jump onto Sydney Dragways events page, and if you look on, under July 14, you'll see our event. Click on that, and it'll take you to the ticketing sales. Um, our entry entry still open at the moment. Well, I think we've got about 130 cars on board. Um, so Jesus, we've that's got huge. about another yeah another week and a half for entries um, that will stay open, and then yeah, so come and come and have come and race or come and spectate. I mean, you, we should also reiterate what we said at the start of the show. It's, it's not just drag racing. It's a car show. There's DJ. There's Trade Alley. There's food trucks. Um, yeah, and I, definitely. And I think there's um, also, um, how would I say? Can't forgive the babe comp that we're putting that, on. That's what I was trying to yeah, <laughs> that, 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 Trying to find a politically correct way of saying it. <laughs> there you go. And that, and that too. And, and there is basically a class for everyone. It is an incredible... Uh, it's just the format's unbelievable. You, you've done an amazing job putting this together, Poe, and we, you know, Nick and I both wish you all the success, not just for this event, but for future events. And uh, I'm you. sure Thank it's going to be awesome. 
Take, yeah, yeah, thank we, you, no, Simon we, and Nick. Yeah, we really appreciate your time, and um, I think uh, we, we'd much prefer be talking to you than Donald Long over <laughs> in the US. <laughs> yeah, I, I seen his rent on Facebook yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to figure out how we're going to edit it to play it back, but yeah. I think we're going to scrap it. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah they're, he doesn't like those guys that eat Cheetos, that's for sure. No, no, no. Yeah, he doesn't like the Cheeto eating Walmart going people <laughs> that's it <laughs> alright guys thank you thanks for your time okay, really appreciate your time take care yeah nice talking to you likewise bye bye. see you Poe bye alright that was Poe Tung so we really appreciate his time that was great having him on it was excellent and uh, hopefully we'll all get to catch the uh, the action there on the um, 14th of July 2018 uh, with the live streaming I'm really looking forward to it mm, yeah um, yep if you're living in the Sydney area or New South Wales, get on over to Sydney Raceway on the 14th of July. Uh, it promises to be a huge event. Massive. Yeah, yeah, I'm mm. sure there'll be some side bets and oh, most definitely. <laughs> in fact, I wonder if we should go over there as bookies. Might be able to make some money on the weekend. I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd love to be there racing. Like, it just feels as though uh, Poe is is injecting life back into drag racing. And you know this this is really tin top racing, yep. like the old days. Yep. You know, like the wild bunch and mm. so on. It's yep. um just awesome. And you know, I forgot to mention there was a class for bikes as well. I didn't mention it, but there is a class for bikes as well. And I think I do believe alters and drags. There's, there's there is be. a class for everyone. Mm. Um, yep, he's done an incredible job putting this together. And uh, you know, I hope it just grows. I hope the event gets bigger and bigger. And mm. and you know. How awesome would it be to see this touring around Australia? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it would be great. And speaking of touring Australia, maybe there is a potential for it to come here. We had some good news today, or good or indifferent news. The state government have backed the Perth Motorplex for another 12 months until they find an, uh, a suitable buyer. So that that's good. There was a bit of not uncertainty there, but I think it, it's good to know that... that um, that they're, they're still standing behind the track. Have you thrown your hat in the ring there, No, 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 I could never do it. No. <laughs> uh, you alluded... Sorry about that. You alluded this to me. I, I missed RPM this week, but uh, we heard we heard Alan Johnson... And Alan Johnson... Alan Johnson. Alan, Alan Johnson. Is he related to Dick Johnson? <laughs> sorry. Alan Jones Alan did Jones. not hold back. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. And... I mean, let's let's just play his comments here, uh, and we'll we'll chat about what he said. So let's get the information from the man who tells it like it is in the world of Formula One, our 1980 world champ, Alan Jones. Good day, AJ. Good on you, Matty. How are you going? How do you think the new owners, Liberty Media, are doing? Well, I think socially, well, social media-wise, and and all that sort of stuff, they're going very very well. Typical American approach. Uh, I think in terms of having a full understanding of the European way of doing Formula One or Formula One racing, even though Ross Braun is on board, I, I think they're missing the boat a little bit, quite frankly, Matty. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, um, they've just brought out a thing saying any new circuits that are designed from here on in must be made a little bit easier to overtake. Hello? Um, you know, they're talking about 20-inch wheels instead of 14-inch wheels, but the OD, the added diameter, will still be the same. Aesthetically, they'll be better. So I think they're probably concentrating on the aesthetics a little bit more than what they should be on the actual racing. I mean, getting rid of the grid girls, hello. I mean, how stupid is that? It's a wonder some cardigan-wearing, bearded, pipe-smoking, 2CV Citroen armchair expert 
hasn't come along and said, well, hang on, they're exploiting children on the grid now because they've got them there instead of grid girls. Um, you know, every other type of motorsport has still maintained their grid girls. They look terrific. They add colour, uh, you know, and the, and the girls enjoy it. That's the main thing. So I think in that respect, they're, they're missing the boat a little bit. A little bit. Now, he certainly tells it how it is, but, but he's got that wrong, hasn't he, Nick? Haven't the V8 supercars dropped the grid girls? Yeah, they have as well, yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. So, are we being run by Liberty Media as well, or...? No, I think there's a there's a worldwide push to in, in to make of, models unemployed. <laughs> is that I what guess, it is? I guess you could say that. But I, I, look, I, I from a from a, I, I thought Formula One always did it tastefully. I, I never ever once thought that it was a sexist, and and I th- always thought Formula One of all the motorsports did it the most tastefully. You didn't think drag racing did it tastefully? No, they did it. They did it tastefully as well. Not as tastefully as, as, um, as Formula tastily. 1. Tastily. <laughs> but look, it was it was good to hear AJ's comments. I, you know, we we think a lot of... of, of he's, a, he's a former world champion, Australian world Formula 1 champion. So, look, we take on board what he says. And I think, you know, a lot of people in the Formula 1 world need to to pick their ears up and start listening to what some of the greats of the sport have said. I think that, uh, you know, Liberty Media is, is looking at it differently and I can understand why because the population of America exceeds 250 million. Yeah. So if you can get them more involved, you're going to gain more out of that mm. than, than you are out of, you know, their existing market. Yeah. Um, but, you know... That's the sad thing is that there's such a, a long tradition with Formula One, mm. and um, the more we change it, uh, the more we're going to water it down. Yeah. The um, the criticism of uh, designing tracks where there's more overtaking mm. um, points is an interesting one because you know the rules have been structured nowadays with with all these. Uh, driver enhancements, driver aids, yeah. and, and uh, you know, for, for lack of a better word, speed up buttons and, mm. and so on. Party to try, mode. Party mode. Party mode. There you go. Um, to uh, to try and make it uh, more competitive. But for me, it's completely lost. Uh, you know, the, the essence of the sport. The essence of the sport was that you know, if you designed a better chassis and came out with it, and you had a better engine package. And you won races, yeah. you know? Yep. Um, now, it just seems like it's all in strategy. Mm, yeah. You know, the cars are that evenly paired. And I guess that's a good thing. Uh, but, you know, is that what people want to watch? I don't know. But my only commentary to all of this is, is this. It's quite simple. The last three races we've seen, first lap crashes and i think the first lap is so pivotal in a race now to gain positions that mm. we've seen people make mistakes like vettel yeah and uh bodas you know where that's going to lead mm. no at rolling starts yeah. <laughs> like nascar <laughs> that's I'm where surprised we're they haven't implemented it yet well the virtual honest. safety car is pretty much yeah, yeah. no that's, that's right what it is yeah yeah so it was a look another I really hate the word boring. I don't like using it, and I, I'm not. I'm not saying that Formula One's boring, but we've had probably four pretty ordinary races to date, and I think the one we had on the weekend again just really failed to hit the heights of any sort of excitement. We saw Lewis get away quite easily, 
um, and I'm you know there's not a lot of pressure being put on on whoever's leading these races. There's there's not a hell of a lot of pressure being put on in second you, or third. You place. really, when someone gets out in front, it really comes down to strategy from that point. Mm, yeah, if they yep. can, if another team can call a bluff, force them to pit, mm. safety car strategy. That's where the races are yeah. won and lost these days. That's right, yeah. Which is not really what I would like to see. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I think there's a little bit of scope for strategy, but not not the be-all and end-all of a race now, which is what is what is what's happening right now. Um, as, as we said, Lewis would go on to win that race. Max Verstappen in second, Kimi Räikkönen in third. Daniel Ricciardo, fourth. Sebastian Vettel, fifth. He got a five-second penalty. Ricciardo was actually in third, but uh, suffered some uh, front wing delamination, from what I can That's understand. That's correct, yeah. yeah. He, did he, he collected some debris? Or I believe that... so, yeah. Yeah, he did. And, um, yeah, it, it didn't certainly didn't help his cause. Kimi, that was probably the highlight of the race, if you want me to be honest. Kimi really put the pressure on with, I think it was about six laps to go. Really gave Daniel a good old uh, a hard time and um, finally got around Daniel. I mean, Daniel really worked, worked, made him work for it, made Kimmy work for it. Yeah, well, Let's I mean, it, that way. front grip is pretty important. So, and hats off to the Liberty Media people for that. They actually captured that moment quite well. They had onboard cameras, and we didn't see the pass from the, uh, the side of the track. We saw it from on both cars. Kimmy uh, make that move, and it was actually really great TV. Actually, great TV. So the championship's still up for grabs? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, yep. What we're seeing is Lewis and, and Sebastian go backwards and forwards here, so... Mm, 14 um, points in it now. Mm, that's correct, uh, yeah. Lewis still leading the championship, yep. Sebastian right there. Mm, no, definitely, definitely. So interesting talk in the in the, in the the last couple of weeks. Let's just hear what uh, Alan Jones had to say about Daniel Ricciardo and where he thinks he'll go. All right, Dan Ricciardo, we've been talking about this for a while, so where do you reckon he's going to end up? Good question, Matty. I'd, I'd love to see him in a Ferrari. The only problem with that, of course, is Ferrari traditionally always favour one, you know, their leading driver, and it's going to be very hard to unseat Vettel in that position. Driving-wise, I think he could do it, but in terms of psychology, Ferrari always seem to favour, you know, one of their guys, and uh, going to Ferrari with Vettel still there could be a bit of a problem. We, we've discussed this before mm. about the Dan becoming the number two driver. Now I believe he's been offered twenty million. Twenty million at McLaren. McLaren. Mm. But uh, I I read that um, there's been some accusations uh, that there was some tampering, and that's why the the Hondas didn't have a successful run in the McLarens. Mm-hmm. And now that they've switched to Renault, you know, I mean, the the, um, the satellite team, the Red Bull satellite team, the Toro Rosso, mm. seem to be doing very well with the Honda power. Very well. Very, so, very well. you know, with, with Red Bull switching to Honda next year, I mean, mm. it's, it's a hard one, but I, I guess he can just sit and wait. Yeah, yeah. My personal view is now at this stage, I, I would be... I'd be probably sticking with the with the Red Bull team now. Uh, now that they've become the what we'd call the the factory team, Honda team, um, I'd be staying there. He's not. I, I just strongly believe the Ferrari's not going to pan out for him. He'll still be the number two guy there, even though he's Italian. 
Mercedes, I can't see them unseating Bottas, even though he's up for contract. We'll probably hang on to his seat, but only by the slimmest of margins, Bottas. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to tour Lorenzo? Oh, Lorenzo. Yeah. Is he going to tour Lorenzo? <laughs> point. Is he going to start, the he's gonna start winning races right at the end of this? And it, it's the seat. Yeah. I've been complaining about the seat the whole time. <laughs> so, Formula One, there you go. Well, maybe was... it's the thong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> leading on to more controversy. Um, and someone that definitely doesn't wear thongs, Donald Long, mm. the duck. Uh, now, I don't know if you're going to be able to edit this because it's just like one continuous... There's there's some rip-off of uh, uh, Beastie Boys at the beginning. We'll probably skip over that. <laughs> and then it just goes into one continuous swearing ramp. Now, I've got to ask you, Nick, mm. is it true that Steve Jackson is Donald Long's publicist? It would sound like it, wouldn't it? <laughs> Some I'm of sure the, some of the rhetoric, the some of the rhetoric is the same, isn't it? What I want to know is, and 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 this is something that seems to be common with all of these Americans. They always seem to video themselves while they're driving their pickup. Yeah, I know. Have you noticed yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So what I want to know is, where did Donald Long have the script? Was it on the windscreen in front of him? I hope not. He's probably doing about sixty mile an hour down the interstate. It may, it may have had auto drive on. Oh, is Tesla making a pickup yet? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's um look there's a there was a bit of controversy over the weekend. We had the No Prep Kings round in uh, Topeka, Kansas, and uh, that's filmed. <laughs> what, what does No Prep mean? Well, I'm not sure anymore. I really don't know. The suggestion was that there was plenty of prep. I think the no prep part of it, it, it means different things to different people. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's the the green light thing. Yeah. You're not prepared yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. the race. Possibly, but I, I don't think it means anymore that there's no glue on the track. I think that, that's, no. that's, that's BS. So what the controversy uh, was over was the fact that uh, at these types of events, normally all the names go into a hat yep. and they pull the pairing out like mm. that. Uh, but they didn't do that at this one. They put all the TV stars, the um, street idiots, is that what yep. you call them? Yeah, <laughs> street, street, well, street outlaws, if you didn't get that. Uh, races names into one hat, yep. and then the people that they were, well, everyone else basically yep. went into another hat, mm. which supposedly uh, gave them more chance to be into the second round. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I, I guess mathematically that would suggest because they're not racing each other. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, you know. Uh, but you know, if you think about it this way, if they had all the street idiots, uh, street outlaws racing each other, then half of them would definitely go to the second round. That's so, a- so statistically, I'm not sure. I'd have to do some maths on this. No, that's right. Get I- back to you. I'll write a spreadsheet and. We'll- We'll see what it says. I just don't think it looks appropriate having two hats when you're doing a... Uh, Magic trick? Yeah. I mean, we forgot to mention to Poe on the podcast, but I know that the Grudge Kings, the 50K, that's pulled out of a hat. One hat. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm. Um, yep. You know, that is, it's just a, such an awesome event. Maybe mm. Thunder should get Poe to help them with their events, mm. maybe. Yep. <laughs> anyway, moving on. And I'll tell you what, I'll say this. Every time Poe announces one of these events mm. and the lead up to it, they break the internet. Yeah, they do. Right? Yep. Uh, Thunder crowns, you know, the first female uh, top fuel champion mm. the same year as uh, the NHRA crowns a female top fuel champion, mm. and you don't hear anything about it. 
All right. Um, just a mention to a couple of people out there. Um, ben Stevens. If you you remember Benny Stevens? Used to race top bike. Yes. Yes. Hmm. He um he uh, also raced uh, sand drags. He did. Um, I believe possibly even with the same bike. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. And he's also the world's quickest and fastest amputee. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, he, in conjunction with Luke Newhoff, Luke's come on the podcast before, um, they're releasing a book called Fueled, and they're starting up a Kickstarter uh, fund me page as well. So if you can get behind that, go to um, the Ben Stevens Fueled Kickstarter page on Facebook. You'll be able to find it. If not, you go to Drag News on um, Facebook, and you'll be able to find it from there. And get behind those guys. They're... Um, they're putting together a book, so just a plug for those guys. Yeah, that's. Uh, that I'll, I'll definitely be getting a copy of it mm. when it comes out. Yeah. Speaking of fuel bikes, mm-hmm. uh, did you know that Spider-Man McBride's 560, mm-hmm. I think it was a 561 run, was voted the best run of last year? Wow. No, I did not know that. No. No. That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. 560 on a bike. That's out there. That's where did you vote for this? Was this a? Oh, I think it was the journalists that cover drag racing okay. in the US. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the record was held by the Swedes. There was a little bit of controversy about the legality because mm. the engines have to be based on motorcycle engines, maximum size, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. Um, but uh, Spider Man just like smashed it that day yep. at the track. Incredible. Whatever. I believe he and his brother uh, um, work on that bike back at the shop, as they say. Yeah. Whatever they found, they found something pretty awesome because uh, that's um, to shave a couple of tenths off is just crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah, okay. They shaved like a tenth off the world record mm. um, when you're at that level. And and the thing is now, you know, we always like traditionally Top Door Slammer has run with Top Bike, and um, you know you've watched Door Slammer performances get further and further and further, um, you know, deeper into the fives. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, they're, they're running sort of... I mean, if you want to be at the pointy end of the field now, 560 is where you need to be. Mm. Um, I don't think that I ever thought that bikes would end up right there. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, he might be... You might say that he is the solo at this, but nonetheless, the performance is there. It's a bit like Zap. Zap basically showed everyone mm. how it's done. Now they've caught up. Yeah. Um, yep. Hopefully, I, I know that that Jay's been working on some stuff. Jay Upton. Mm. Um, so and Chris, you know, potentially that was a five second pass. Yeah. Yep. So um, I don't think it's going to be too long before we start seeing fives in Australia. Mm. Yeah. Yep. All right, speaking of shouting out to people, uh, Benzene Detailing, they were at Coffees and Cars on the weekend. Um, they've, they're doing a fundraiser as well, $25 for one of their shirts. Good good shirt, um, good quality. $5 goes straight to the Cancer Council, so help out Johnny there. Yeah, Benzene. great cause. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Also, uh, racing for MN, MNDI, which is the inherited version of motor neurone disease. 
if you can go to their Facebook page as well, uh, Sue runs that charity, and um, I thought it was just topical at the moment, given the AFL and their involvement with um, motor neurone disease and what they're doing as well. Also, the blog as well. Get to our blog on our website as well. Go to our website. There's lots of stuff there, actually. The, you can get all of our podcasts on our website. You can get all the um, the video content as well. If you really like, you can watch the podcast in video. I don't so, know. I don't get that. I don't, I don't get it, but people, people watch it. Well, you know, this a video of handsome devils like us. Why, why, would, why wouldn't you want to listen? Listen, you know yes, what we sorry. need. To, we need to ask our listeners. Yeah. Right. Are we ready for a Grudge Kings in WA? Well, there you had it. I mean, I'll put my hand up and say yes. What, what are we going to do? Well, I mean, I, I guess we need the support. Yeah. It's it's uh, forty thousand mm. dollars to rent the track, mm-hmm. so we would need. 40 people that want to throw in a thousand dollars each um so if you want to be the grudge king of wa let us know Hmm. let us know tell tell your friends put comments on our nick's going to start a thread is that what they're called now a thread yeah what i'll do is i'll cut this part of the video out and we'll actually promote this part of the video on our page on our social media pages so that way i can capture all your comments and not rely on everyone listening right through to the end of the podcast no one's going to listen to it no you'd be surprised a lot of people listen a lot of people you know you know you know matter of fact here we actually have more listeners than people who watch the channel nine sports show well that's not that difficult (laughs) that's not that difficult but in saying that our our and i and i'd like to thank everyone for listening getting behind us because our our ratings have skyrocketed over the last couple of weeks so kelly yeah, the the Kelly the Kelly influence. Kelly definitely. better yeah. better bets. I like that. <laughs> we can't take we can't we can't claim that as our own. Can no, we? we can't. No, thanks thanks Mick. Mick. Thanks for that one. <laughs> better. What is it? Better better bets. That's it. <laughs> no, good better. Oh, good better yeah, bets. Yeah, I stuffed yeah, it up. Jeez, yeah, yeah, not good enough. <laughs> no Channel Nine for me. <laughs> All right, um, sponsors, all fast torque converters, that's you, Shift Kits Australia, WA Suspensions, Benzene Detailing, Monster Torque, Performance Turbos, Taps Race Pipes, CRD Nitrous. That's it? That's it? Yep. That's We're all done. From, that's all from... Yep. We, sorry, we had, to do, <laughs> we had to do two back-to-back podcasts. Um, oh, I'm not available next week to do a podcast. So Does that mean we have a two-week break? We do. We, no, nah, <laughs> we'll, we'll just have a week off. And then oh, we'll God. Be, so we're going we're gonna to be out of sync with the MotoGP again. We, well, look, I'll, all right. We'll, I'll work something out anyway. <laughs> all right, Simon, thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it. It was a good night. Um, thanks for that. Take care. Thanks, Nick. See you on the street. See you. Talking power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.